Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Elbasha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough, I am worthy, I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Empowered to Grow. This is the uncharted discussions part, and this is the part where it's a free flow of conversation with amazing women. Um, continuing the conversation with my friend, Monia Piraki. Um, we, in the first episode, she touched on something that I'm like, I think we need to delve a bit deeper into this. And it was the issue of um, fertility and conception and the loss and the grief of a miscarriage. And I think as we were talking a bit earlier, not a lot of people talk about this, not because it's a taboo per se, but generally just because they can't find the people who can hold this space for them to voice their concerns and voice their fears and everything that comes with it. And unfortunately, also, there's a lot of expectations um, that are placed on you once you're in a relationship and once you're married and stuff is like, what is it going to happen? You know, when are you going to have your child and stuff? And um, I, I believe I've spoken about this before, but um, let's address it again. Um, it took us eight years to have our son. So we had to go through a good number of um, infertility treatments, IVFs. We had our four IVFs. The third is when we had our child. We had the miscarriage the first time. We didn't get pregnant the second time. Our pregnancy actually with, with our son was, uh, they were twins and we lost one during the pregnancy. And then the fourth wasn't. And I think the roller coaster of emotions and of thoughts and of expectations and of trying to not keep your hopes up, but at the same time, you know, hope for the best and everyone around you. It is such a challenging time for not just the, the, the mother or the person trying to conceive, but also for the, for, for, as a couple, it's testing for you as a couple. What are you, what's your experience of it, Monia? Yeah. Uh, so Thank you for bringing up this topic. And my one of my goals and uh, intentions after whatever happened to me yeah. was to uh, support as many women as I can, I can yeah. even by talking or, as you said, just holding the space, but mm. allowing myself to just bring this topic up. And also, I'm, I, it's something I'm mentioning in my story, in my website, because I think it's so important for people just to no. And then yes. uh, when I met you, I didn't know what yes. you had been through. And um, I was actually surprised and shocked by how the universe brings you together with yes. people that have had a similar experience in different times. And mm -hmm. then you have this immediate instant connection. And this can happen with other women as well. That's true. Yeah, so as you said, I come from a Mediterranean family that as soon as I got married had, you know, all the expectations. Yes, when, <laughs> when, when, why aren't you trying? Try harder. I'm like, how, what do you mean try harder? <laughs> exactly, and all this already brings a lot of pressure. Yes. And at the end, when, I, when we got married, it wasn't something we wanted immediately. We wanted also to travel. We both had like very demanding jobs. So we left it a bit and we didn't even think about it. Yeah. So then um, after a couple of years when I, I, I was pregnant, I never thought that something bad 
would happen to me. Like mm-hmm. I never had it in my mind. That's yeah. something. So unfortunately, I was in Qatar during that time, and uh, I, 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 it was already past three months, and yes. we had already seen and heard the heart of the baby. So when we realized that, that doctor's appointment in that small room that unfortunately yes. the baby was not alive, uh, we, like our world, just shut down. Mine and my husband, it was like a death, and it is yes. a death. It and is. Um, it was very hard to accept mm-hmm. and very hard to like think, oh my God, this happened to us. And mm-hmm. all the grief we went through took a lot of time to, to yeah. heal and uh, mentally, but also in my body physically. Yes, that's true. So that's true. Working again with your body, loving your body and believing that your body can support you to become pregnant again. Yes. But even not even thinking that working in your like uh, calmness and loving this body after what happened so it was a, a big shock but then again I am a big advocate of wellness and yes. uh, community and people and during that time uh, all the people from the yoga studio I can also mention the name Nia Yoga and Qatar were mm-hmm. all the team I was working with were so supportive and so kind that played a huge role and also my close friends uh, my family and talking about it crying uh, about it and like letting everything go out releasing was my thing to do and that's what I would also say to someone else like share it talk about it take it out so you can create space for something else to come and I think that for me was was the biggest hurdle that I didn't get that chance. Mm-hmm. I bottled it in because, you know, I also discovered here that, you know, that we lost and they were twins, but we hadn't heard the heartbeat. And the, the doctor had delivered the, the, the doctor that we saw here delivered the message in such um, an inhumane way. It was like, oh, your baby has no heartbeat. Oh, they're dead. I'm like, what just happened, you know, and it was such a shock. And, and then um, we went, we, I called my doctor in Egypt and he's like, okay, hang on, just wait, you know, wait another week. And then maybe it's a bit too early for the heartbeat or whatever it is and um, see another doctor. And we went a week later and the other doctor was super compassionate and super nice and super supportive. And um, she went through all the, you know, all the tests and all the ultrasounds and everything. And she's like, I'm really sorry, but, you know, the, there's been a detachment in the placenta and the baby's no longer viable and stuff. And then I went to, I've traveled to Egypt to have the, the DNC procedure. And um, when I was there, I think it was about, <clears throat> excuse me, because everyone around me was so heartbroken and disappointed and crying and grieving and stuff. I had, you know, in these situations where you, you decide that I have to be strong for everyone. Mm -hmm. And then I came back home here, or I came here back to Qatar and I'm alone with my husband. And also it kind of felt, I could feel the burden, but at the same time, I'm not able to grieve. I just have to, as you said, just stand strong and keep going on and find a way to get across. And I wasn't into wellness then. I didn't understand the impact that it had on my body as well. And I believe it took me a good eight to 10 years to actually grieve that miscarriage, to grieve the loss. And, um, and, and then after the, the loss of our other baby within, you know, within the viable pregnancy, which is difficult because I don't think I had anyone that told me 
take it out, you know, to hold the space. And, uh, and this is part that I, as you said, I also found that it's part of my mission to talk about it. Um, and I, I know I get sometimes the looks of, why are you talking about this? How can you say that your baby was on IVF? I'm like, what's wrong with that? This is not like the 70s where this was a hush hush, you know, it's not like there's something wrong with us. It's just, it's a medical, it's a medical procedure. Science has, and the universe has, has given us the opportunity to, you know, enroll science and, and try. I mean, there's nothing wrong with trying. I mean, it's not a guarantee that you will end up with a baby, but it's, it's, it's my way and our way of, of giving it a shot. And um, I remember I had a conversation with a lady as well that we weren't that close, but we met a few times and it was really nice. And we were sitting and having coffee and I can't remember what they brought up. And I was like, you know, I was talking about my experience with the IVF and trying. And, and then I found her like, you know, she started getting a bit teary eyed and she's like, thank you. I'm like, what? She's like, we've been trying and we had the miscarriage and I can't talk to anyone about this. I feel so alone in it. And, and it's amazing how just that you brought it up and you were so at peace with the idea. I'm like, it's out of my control. And I think that's the other part about when, when you go into coaching and understanding and stuff, it's for me it was really a decision and a conscious decision about what can I control and what is out of my control. I could do everything that I can and that I have the cap capability and the capacity and the, and the finances and everything else that to do but I can't control the outcome. Mm -hmm. And that is no way a reflection on me. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with me. And I think that's the, that's the biggest part. It comes with shame and guilt that there's something wrong with you, that you're not having a child. And even those that decide consciously, I don't want to have a children. And everyone looks at them and is like, what's wrong with you? And you're always shamed immediately. They're like, there are people who have been trying for so long and they can't. And I'm like, and that's not my problem. You know, I've consciously decided I don't. Um, so I think this, this, I don't know, this topic is, is still ridden with a lot of taboo slash shame slash guilt slash, um, I don't know, judgment also. Yes. But I think that the more we talk about it, the more we bring awareness, the more we empower, which is like your theme and um, what you are doing. Yeah. Even changing the life or uh, just making even one person's life uh, a bit better would make a change. Yes. And uh, by talking about it, you know, I mean, not everyone will be ready but, uh, to talk or share, but I think that um, it's good also for people to talk and share when they are really ready. But just to know that they're not alone, because in my case, when I started really talking about it, I found like more than three people, three women that told me that, yeah, this happened to me as well. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, and also this happened when I was in Qatar, which uh, also I thought that people would not share so much, especially yes. like because of also the, the way that the society is like in my country, exactly the same. Yes. And then, you know, no women, uh, trust women. I've seen that. I believe in women empowerment. And this is like another big thing for me, talking about things that are beneath 
yes. in order to achieve what we want, our goals, our aspirations. If we have like blockages inside of us, whatever those are, mental, physical, they will stay there. Like if sure. we don't like release those blockages, we usually can't move forward like with clarity, with space. Yes. And I think that that's the, the, that's the essence of what coaching is about. It is not only, I mean, it is not a, a deep blocker, <laughs> but it is an, it's a tool and, and it's a system to help you identify first that there are blocks, what these blocks are, and then support you in the way of how can you unblock these things and, and not by unblock, you can't just remove it all completely, but it's kind of breaking it down and, and tackling one piece at a time and all of this. Yeah. Um, and I believe that that is what made me fall in love with the concept is um, that you can be equipped to support someone who feels helpless, who feels stuck, who feels out of choices and out of options. And um, that in itself, whether that be just by talking. And I say, you know, I always say this, I'm like, if you're expecting me to give you actions, um, no, I'm not going to, um, instructions, I'm not going to give you instructions, yeah. but together we can go through your options, explore the pros and cons on each side. And then it's up to you. That's your life. At the end yeah. of the day, this is your life. You're living your life and you are the one who has to go through whatever go or grow. And it, it's your choice, but it is having kind of that support system. It's having those kind of other eyes into what you're going through and other perspective and someone just kind of shedding the light. I think that's a beautiful thing about the, the support. Yes. And uh, now I, a quote came into my mind that, yeah. that says uh, the teacher appears when the student is ready. That's true. That's a big chunk of it. <laughs> big chunk, big chunk, because people, teachers, coaches, yoga teachers, whatever is what, what we need will appear when we are ready because it means that we will set up this intention to the universe asking for it and then obviously we need to take actions as you said as well it's not like everything will just come no <laughs> unfortunately the magic wand does not exist no, life. <laughs> no. it's good to have wishes it's good to have dreams yes and uh, even if you want to have children and you can't you you have to start taking actions like talk to people that went through it and take advice seek advice like and then eventually if you really want something i i really truly believe with all my heart it it will happen it happens it might take more time, but it does happen. And, and it happens in a way that serves you also. Yes. So there's, there's, you have to accept that there's more than one delivery channel and delivery methods and delivery form for your dreams and aspirations. It might not be exactly like, like you had it in mind that that whole shape, but it, it comes in different ways. Like, you know, as, as the example you're using, if someone really, really wants children and they can't biologically have it, then they, there are other options. There's adoption. There's, you know, helping um, a foster kids who are going through something. There's a volunteering. There is um, surrogacy, uh, sur surrogacy. So there are the options. Okay. It just might not be exactly the way you had it in mind. And uh, for us, it was the same thing. It was like, um, you know, okay, after the f you've had your child, when's the next one? I'm like, yeah. okay you know <laughs> it's like um and then it didn't happen and then it's not happening and then i'm like i i've actually made peace with the idea that 
originally I wanted three kids, but I've made the peace with the idea that we're blessed that we had our son. And you know what? That's enough. I'm good. I'm good. So it is, it is that I think um, the bottom line is the universe, God, whoever, and whatever you believe in, they've got your back and um, they're, they're there to support you. They're there to send people and, and circumstances and tools your way to augment whatever you had in mind and whatever you aspire to. And, um, but you have to be ready and you have to be prepared and you have to take control and take actions beyond that. Yeah. Great summary of what we said for this situation, but also beyond. Yeah. Well, Monia, thank you so much. That was you. Um, enriching on so many levels. And I think um, it, it's a form of healing as well. And I love that that you could talk about, we we could talk about things that are traumatizing, but in a way that empowers us to be able to heal through them, um, I think every day. I, I don't think you ever heal 100%, but I know that um, we're enabled now to process through them a lot better. Yes. Well, because we are not alone. We are. No, <laughs> no we aren't. Well, um, Kisses and hugs to your boys. God bless. And as well. <laughs> Thank you. And um, as always, empowered you empowers others. There is the space. There is the support system. There are those outside who will share your story, who will support you through your story, who will empower you through your story. You just have to open up your heart and your mind to get to them. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.